Yo, welcome to Beast Podcast. And if you don't know, Beast stands for bringing empowerment and skills together. And that's exactly what we strive to do on this show. We talk life skills, we talk financial literacy, we talk personal development. All these things are going to help you be a better you. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Yo, yo, yiggity, yo, yo. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your host. Deshaun Beasley on Instagram, coach underscore bees. On today's show, I got a special guest, Coach Jalon Bransford out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We're going to talk about, you know, his journey as far as, you know, getting into college, about him being a college athlete, aspiring professional, and how that went for him. And there's definitely lessons to be learned from his story. Um, and then we're also going to talk about different skills and things that, that players need or that they should be seeking to learn in order to be successful getting into college, man. So stay tuned. Very dope episode. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it with share this episode with your son or daughter if they're looking to play basketball in college or any sport in college because the similarity. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we live, man. Welcome to the Beast Podcast, my guy. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Man, I appreciate you coming on and taking the time out. So let's hop right into it, man, because we got a lot to talk about, a lot to discuss. Uh, so everybody who comes to my podcast, just introduce yourself, who you are, kind of what you do, and then three things you're grateful for. My name is Jalon Bransford. I go by Coach Bransford. I am a skill development trainer from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and I'm grateful for my family i'd say the relationships that i built with different people through the game of basketball and mm. what i've just learned through the game of basketball as far as the experiences man it's it's really just like life honestly mm. so shoot we'll go ahead and and dive, and dive right into that so what are some things you know that the game of basketball has taught you that that you've applied to life Ah, adversity, man. Basketball Mm. literally is life to me. Like, there's a hashtag, there's a popular saying, a slogan, ball is life. And I really believe that anything that you go through on the basketball court, you can literally apply to life. (laughs) As far as, say, you miss a jump shot or things aren't going your way, you have to figure out another way to be effective Facts, 100%. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because I coach, we talked uh, before the podcast, you know, I coach at Pine Manor College. And that's one of the things we're trying to get through to some of the guys because we have a very young group trying to tell them, like, things aren't going to go your way. Right. But how are you going to respond? Don't focus on the problem. How are you going to fix the problem? And that's life. Right. Like We're always going to have problems that, that come up, you know, like you said, adversity. There's always going to be adversity. How are you going to bounce back for that? How are you going to push through that wall? You know, yeah, that's powerful. I agree wholeheartedly. All right. So, so kind of tell me, give me your background as far as, you know, the game of basketball, where you played, where you coached, you know, so, so the listeners can kind of, you know, get a feel of who you are and what, you know, what experience you have. Yeah. Man. All right. So I went to Central Dolphin High School. Uh, it's quite a school out here in Pennsylvania, Central Pennsylvania. I went on to Newman University for two years. It's a Division three school. 
and I didn't finish. I'll be 100% honest with you. I did not finish, man. I was in a very, very fragile state at that time as far as just personal experiences, and I did not make it through, to be honest with you. I did not make it through. Ooh. I didn't finish. <laughs> and and, that, and that's interesting. I ask you a question. So what was your mindset going into college? Uh, was it, was it, you know, I just want to play college basketball because like, that's the thing to do. Is it, was it, I want to go to college because I can use the ba- basketball as a tool, as a vehicle to get me where I need to go, kind of go through that because like in my recruiting business, a lot of the times, you know, athletes are like, I don't care where I want to go, where I go. I just want to play college basketball. I just want to play college basketball. And it's Man. like, why, why <laughs> do you want to play college basketball? Why? That's... Because once that ball stops bouncing, you know what I mean? You got a whole life ahead of you that, I mean, LeBron's what, 35 and he's in tip top shape. Yeah. And not many players make it to play 35. Let's say Vince Carter, for example, he's about to retire 41. He still has another 30 plus years of life left. Right. What's he going to do when that ball stops bouncing? He set himself up for life though. So that's a different story. The average player doesn't make it to that level to, to play that long. You know, the average player, if they're blessed enough to be able to go to college, because less than 1% do that, you know, after college, you still got another 40, 50 years left. So how are you going to use? So, so kind of go into like what your mindset was going into college. So I think from your experience, a lot of athletes can, can get some wisdom from it. Wow. Well, I'll be very, very transparent. I mean, I think – I shared the same dream that every single basketball player aspires to, and that is to be a professional. You know, every kid says, I want to be in the NBA, and I truly believe that, you know. I wanted to play basketball. I thought I'd play for the rest of my life. So once my senior year ended, it just wasn't fun for me anymore, to be honest with you. Uh, I felt like I had given everything to the game. I would put in so much work, and it just wasn't fun. You know, uh, so we're talking 2006. I felt like it was an agenda for everybody to go to school, you know, whether that's to visit or, you know, further your education or play sports. That's what it was. So uh, I took a couple of visits to Alvernia, Shippingsburg, uh, Newman, and then there was a junior college called Harcum out there in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania. And that's where I should have gone, to be honest with you, if I really wanted to further my career. But I saw... Why, why though? Oh, man. I mean, they walked me through the entire process of what it really meant to be a student athlete. I mean, they worked out at the same practice facility, I believe, as the 76ers. They had tutors, and I was like, nope. (laughs) And nope, I don't... I don't want to do this. So, uh, you know, your priorities were a little different. Yeah, definitely. Definitely at that time. And uh, I went to Newman. I liked the campus. It was small. It was outside of Philadelphia. It wasn't too far from my hometown. And I figured that would give me the opportunity to still play the game somewhat, but still experience just being a normal, regular kid, you know, and I don't think I don't think too many kids uh, get the opportunity to really do that, you know, as far as just being able to live life and, you know, just just be a kid, honestly. So that's uh, that's what happened. And I'm going to piggyback off of that and say, you know, that's that's something that like athletes need to understand going into it you know do you want to play college basketball with that mindset of you know I want to take it to the professional level 
or do I want to play college basketball for just the experience and the camaraderie? Because I right. want to be honest, it's a, it's an amazing experience. Like you said, when you can play close to your hometown and still have fun and be a kid and still, you know, get, you know, do those things, you know, be an 18, 19 year old kid. Right. Or are you going into it like, no, this is my job. This is my career. I'm not in it for the fun. I'm in it to get here and get better. I'm in it. Like you said, I should have went to that junior college because they had the tutors to help me. You know, they were going to take me through everything that I, prepare me for a college life. You know, I think which goes back to what I said before, which is the, the priorities are priorities. For sure. You know? For sure. Yeah. They were just in a different place at that time, man. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can I can definitely definitely relate to that because I was I give a you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, somebody just called me right in the middle of the. But anyway, <laughs> no, uh, it's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be a little transparent. You know, I had the same idea. You know, when I got out of high school, I didn't play in high school. I averaged four minutes a game, two points a game. Wow. So yeah, it was I overweight I was a big air quote big guard you know um walked on to a d3 school uh, Mount St. Joseph didn't play at all you know and I was under the impression um that it wasn't my fault you know it it was it was the coach he was the coach's trip and everything like that but at the same time my priorities were different right I was I was in college to strictly get an education and basketball came third actually because I wanted to have fun and do all these things but once my priorities switch and I realized I love the game and I put basketball first that was when I took off and I actually started getting better I actually started to lose weight you know I actually started to understand that oh this game of basketball can open up other doors right, right. all of yeah so so yeah, yeah that's powerful man so so Absolutely. let's tra- let's transition a little bit um so what would you say, you know, as a skills coach, what would you say there are some things, you know, on the court that players need to understand or be able to do in order to be successful at the next level? Huh, where where do we begin? Because it's <laughs> right. such a wide, right. I feel like more so now yeah. than ever, it's there's so much information that's being thrown at these kids and, and at a much younger age uh, than we were yeah. because I think yeah. – uh, you can probably attest to it as well. We didn't, the, the term trainer didn't exist. Oh, not at you all. Know, when, when we were coming up, you know, so uh, we, we really just had to learn, you know, really latch on to certain individuals that had experience. But uh, I'd say learn how to play the game the right way. And that is by focusing on your fundamentals, your basics, and your basketball IQ. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been in high school practices, college practices, middle school, rec leagues, all these different levels of basketball. And you do a simple drill where you say, hey, four passes without dribbling and see what happens. And kids are just like sitting there, like sitting ducks, and they don't know what to do because they don't know how to play the game. They don't know how to move without the ball in their hands. Mm-hmm. So that's I'd, I'd say those are huge, huge components uh, that you need to excel at the next level. Word, and I, I think I think part of that too, because I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Back when we were growing up, we didn't have trainers. Right. We we had coaches, but these coaches served as mentors. 
So these mentors taught us the game. You know, they taught us how to move without the basketball because you probably were one of the kids that, that was outside hooping all the time with all the older guys. For if sure. You had the, <laughs> if you had the rock and was pounding the, pounding the life out the rock, what would one of the old heads tell you? Pass the ball, move without the ball, set screens. They would actually coach you through it. For you sure. Know, like teach you through it. Whereas like now guys aren't even playing pickup. And if they are playing pickup, it's, oh, ISO, dribble, 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 step back, sidestep. Nobody's moving without the ball. They're not learning how to play because they don't have those, you know, older guys to, to teach them the game. Yeah. And maybe they're not even seeking it either. You know, it's two sides to it. For sure. I, I will definitely say I was a – point guard so I understood at an early age that I was an extension of the coach so I really soaked up as much as I possibly could uh very very young and I took that all the way up into you know I played in college for a little bit but uh for sure man I I would definitely say being able to listen to your coach and just be coachable man is is something that is huge and i feel like it's it's missing in today's game Mm, i agree one thousand and that goes back to the adversity thing because it's not easy when i mean we'll we'll relate it to the classroom it's not easy when the teacher calls on you and you don't know the answer right right when (laughs) when you're in a practice and you know we're running a play and you just can't get the play right. You, you don't understand. We have players on our team when they, when they run into that, run into that problem or situation, head goes down, shoulder slouch, and they start making excuses, you know, instead of just taking it on the chin, understanding that they don't understand and seeking the help, you know, like that problem solving, not focusing on the problem. It's like a reoccurring thing. Like I feel like kids nowadays don't, don't understand that it's okay. You're going to have problems. As coaches, we if you knew everything, you probably wouldn't be playing at the college level. Right. <laughs> or or at least, you know, at the level I'm coaching division three, you'd probably be at a D one school or maybe even overseas for a year before you go to the league. Who knows? Right. It's our job to be able to teach you. We can't teach you if you don't know. We can't teach you if you're not going to accept the criticism as well. You know, accept accept those words as well. And that that starts with the mindset. For sure. And then having the courage to ask a question. I feel like kids are Ooh. afraid to ask a question or they're afraid to just be wrong. And it's Ooh. like, how, how else are you supposed to learn? <laughs> you know? Right. You, can't, you can't learn to shoot a basketball if you don't miss a shot. <laughs> 1,000. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to make mistakes. That's the way that you learn. You know, you're not going to be perfect. It doesn't happen. Right. So, man, if I guess we'll kind of let's segue. We'll kind of go into closing, man. So if let me just ask you, I guess, a personal question. What are some upcoming goals that you have for yourself and, and what you're doing? I know you, you know, on Instagram, if those who don't follow you, it's at coach underscore Bransford. Um, but I know you do the daily drills, you know, teaching, teaching the basic fundamentals, but like, what's your, what's your big goal? What's your big vision? Like, what do you see in the future for yourself? Oh, uh, well, I definitely want to just dial it all the way back. I love how much terminology is being exposed <coughs> to the kids so they can identify say a certain skill or a specific set of footwork or a finish. I love it, 
But at the same time, before you get to there, let's just focus on the basics and the fundamentals first. Uh, like I'll give you an example and I'm sure that you can attest to this too uh, have you ever asked a kid to jump rope in a session yeah. <laughs> you're laughing because it's it's hilarious like these kids don't know how to jump rope it's a foreign concept <laughs> they're like what's that and I'm like man do you watch boxing or have you ever watched like a YouTube video of boxers training? Like their footwork is, is impeccable because their coordination is, is a one and it's because they have the ability to jump rope. So I just want to be able to put myself in a position to be in front of more kids, more coaches, more parents and focus on the basics and the fundamentals, man, to be honest with you. That's a huge goal of mine. And I'm I'm right there with you because those fundamentals, you can't – it's like a video game, man. You can't get the level 10 if you don't master level 1. And it's, it's really that simple, man, that basic, man. And I'm, I'm right there with you. I support what you're doing, man. I love what you're doing, man. And and like I said, guys, if you guys aren't following them on Instagram, it's at coach underscore Bransford, B-R-A-N-S-F-O-R-D. Spell that correct, correct? Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I just had to, had to triple check. I had to triple check. <laughs> no, I appreciate man, that. You have any last words for any listeners, any young athletes, you know, who are looking to – maybe it's not even they're looking to play college basketball. Maybe it's, you know, they're in high school right now and, you know, they're just enjoying the high school basketball experience. you have any, any last words for, for any, anybody? For sure. Uh, if you are a young, aspiring player and – you're trying to earn a scholarship. It's not given, first of all. It's earned. Mm. They're just not handing out scholarships to anybody these days. I would say really make a decision on if that's what you would like to do. (coughs) If you want Mm. to play basketball, it is a full-time job. Because if you're not doing the work, then there are millions of other kids that are in a predicament that is way worse than your situation and they are hungry (laughs) they are hungry and they will be willing to do all of the little things that you're not willing to do and those are the types of players that coaches are looking for um i'd say that's my main message and then I'll, i'll also say For all the trainers out there, all the aspiring trainers, we're all the same, to be honest with you. Uh, I pride myself on being a regular guy at the end of the day. And my main piece of advice for you is to just learn as much as you possibly can and keep your intentions as pure as possible. Keep them pure, man. Leave with with love, bro. For sure. (laughs) For sure. Uh, Once again... Oh, go ahead. Oh, and then the last thing I'll just say, just to get it out there, dribble every day, please, kids. Dribble every day, please. <laughs> what is it? Hashtag handle, handle it. it, please. Handle it, please, every day. It's like, why not? You in the crib anyway. Put the sticks down, man. Exactly. Exactly. Hey. But, man, Coach, man, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on the podcast. And this won't be the last time. This won't be the last time. We'll put another date on the calendar and – and, and chop it up a little bit more, my guy. For sure. I appreciate you so much, Deshaun, for the opportunity. Thank you so much. 
I appreciate you as well, man. Have a good day, man. Have a blessed one, man. You too. Thank you. All right, bro. Peace. Later. want to thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you enjoy what you heard, please share with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or anybody who you think can get value from it. And don't forget to subscribe, whether you're on Apple Music or Google Play. We'll keep giving you that fire content. All right, y'all. Have a blessed one. Peace.